Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Yes, yes, y'all. It's a technical buffet around here. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program coming to you via the miracle of some internet websites. Others, not so much, including one that's uh, run by a certain... You go to Harvard, all right? Mm, Somewhere nice. Somewhere nice. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, or actually you're not on Facebook, I should say, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, fighting with the computer. She's a touch to the dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. I'm about to throw hands. You doing okay? Yeah. Do you want to you talk about it? No. Sitting to my right, he is the recruiting analyst for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You know him. You love him. He is from Nexal Athlete. He's Greg Powers. What's up, y'all? Hey, Powers. Yeah. I've started watching Succession. Nice. Oh, yeah. Here's what I'm... Here's what I'm... And I'm only a few episodes in, so don't spoil anything. Here's what I'm deeply disappointed in. They named the dweeb Greg. Mm. Accurate. I, I, you know, I actually like the character of so Greg in Succession. I, I told a friend about this who's who's way into it, and she was like, oh, no. Like, Greg is, like, my favorite character. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's good, but right now he makes me want to... How many episodes are you into it? Like, two or three? three. Or, yeah. yeah, like, it's early. See, way I'm early. in the current debate of do you watch Succession it's, until all the episodes, like, the new um, season? Like, I'm like... I don't think I should watch it week to week because I don't want I don't like the anticipation. So the other thing, yeah, that's that's a tough thing is like whenever like the streaming services do yeah. like weekly episodes, like do you? Do I'm you against the weekly episode now. I'm just saying you if you have it all filmed, just release it. Uh, I guess that's true, uh, but that's the way it was with linear TV too. Yeah, but I'm against it now. Like that's <laughs> like things <laughs> things change, right? Like our times have it's, changed. There's no reason now to wait. It's like any time that I am. Um, it's going back to the Cowboys. We were talking about the pre in the pre show. Anytime Greg Zerline lines up for a kick, I'm just like, <laughs> come on, dude, please. I need this for for like my my team my team Greg for hashtag Team Greg. Uh, today is Wednesday, October twentieth, twenty twenty one. It is. A number of days, 36 days until Thanksgiving. It's five weeks from tomorrow, guys. Um, happy birthday to, I did not look this up. Whose birthday is today? 
pickle. Do you know anybody? Uh, no. Oh, happy birthday to Snoop Dogg. Nice. Um, and it is episode 1265. On today's show, guys, we got This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Level Athlete talking all things recruiting across the Lone Star State. And then you talked with Klein Kane offensive lineman Gibson Pyle. It's an excellent offensive lineman. I was fixing to say, for a last name, Pyle is great for excellent an Excellent offensive line name. Objectively excellent. <laughs> we'll hear from Klein Kane offensive lineman Gibson Kyle coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Matt Stepp, Aaron Arbuckle, what? Coach Terry Crawford, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in to our friends on Facebook, or God, YouTube and Twitch. Pickles. Forget Facebook. Pickles. I'm done with you, Zuck. I'm so done with pickles, you. Pickles. Pickles. Pickles having one today. Pickles <laughs> having a rough day. Uh, teas and peas up for pickle. The peas are for pickles. I made a joke by the Boo. way. Boo! Your mic off. Do you want me to bring the joke that I, I made yesterday? Yeah, I was actually like, I hate when you say something funny it and it actually made like I couldn't hide we the were, laughter. We were discussing state championship coverage, mm-hmm. uh, and we were talking about like the space we're going to need and stuff like that, and who's going to come. And I said, yeah, and then we'll have pickle, and then she'll have like you know somebody helping her out, like an assistant. I said, like a gherkin. I'm usually on your side. It's a great joke. It's a great joke. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Cruton. This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, NextLevelD1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. That would Even grandma right. can't make chicken better than them. Ooh. I would have shot at all the grandmas. And yet, so not my grandma did not make chicken. Oh, she fry, man. She, she didn't fry chicken, I should say. Yeah, I was going to say, granny can she, Granny can cook it, but Chicken Express chicken. is reliable. Yeah, my, grandma, yeah. my grandma was from Chicago. Chicago didn't feel like fried chicken country. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you try um, some Central Texas. Granny from Central Texas, though, can uh, they, she can get that fried chicken and yet, popping. And yet, here's what I would say. I bet granny... We'll go to uh, to Chicken Express. She loves chickeny. Right. She does. Granny oh. will go there and be like, respect. She, Granny loves corn nuggets. She's a big fan of corn nuggets. Yeah. Everyone loves corn nuggets. So this, week, this week in recruiting with Greg Powers and Next Little Athlete, a lot to get to today. We're going to start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise going to Cedar Hill. Talk about their defensive tackle, Sincere Massey. Um, he is having a big senior season this year, and uh, as evidenced by the fact that he has a new offer this uh, this week from LSU. He is an Arizona State commit, but now, boy, LSU's in a weird Man, spot. Man, this is weird, isn't it? This we is why the, I wanted to talk about this. We had this conversation <laughs> about the DeAnthony Gatson yep. at um, at USC, where he um, he went and he they had lost, they fired uh, Clay Helton. He ends up decommitting from USC. I don't think that's necessarily a super surprise given the circumstances and all the fun stuff. Now comes word that Ed Orgeron is done after this year. He's toast. He's he's functionally fired. He's a he's a he's a He's dead man walking. And yet, they're out here making big-time offers to guys like Sincere Massey. And you got to think, whenever you get, an, uh, regardless of who the coach is and what the coaching situation is, you get an offer from LSU, you're going to perk up and listen. Well, before we go strictly to Sincere Massey, I'll mm-hmm. say it's been a weird like, read about Ed Orgeron mm-hmm. and LSU this week. There's been a lot of things that have, I guess, surfaced that surface whenever you get – let go mm-hmm. that may have stayed under the wraps when you're winning national championships. So that in and of itself is like an interesting story that's un, um, been uncovered this week. But from the outside, somewhat looking in, mm-hmm. 
Ed Orgeron just seems like the type of guy for LSU that wouldn't quit doing what he was supposed to do just because he's not going to be the coach. True. And he's been in that same situation, ironically, at USC. Mm-hmm. Where whenever he took over the head coaching job there, and actually the team started to rally around him at the end, and he did a pretty good job of setting up some success for whoever was coming in there after him. Um, now that you start to see some departure from the roster, that's going to open up opportunity for some players. Most interestingly, I think those opportunities are inherently going to come into Louisiana and Texas because that's a bordering state and a lot of Texas players play at LSU. And Sincere Massey is one of these guys at six foot five, two hundred and eighty pounds in the middle of the defensive line that if you line up against him and you're in high school, he's gonna remind you like of a high school version of Cameron Hayward. You know, mm-hmm. a huge defensive tackle who is pretty much just going to have his way with you at the point of attack. There aren't going to be very many offensive linemen that can get underneath his pads and move him backwards. He's really strong, um, moves really well for a big guy. We had queued up some highlights from the big game against DeSoto, but you're looking at his junior highlight tape mm-hmm. here. He's actually made some strides within his senior year development uh, to play more balanced, play more under control, and is a definitely a lot stronger than he was even as a junior. But you can see here that he has the tools that a school like LSU and where he's committed, Arizona State, you can see what they like in him and why they've offered him scholarships. Yeah, he, he's a guy that certainly – going to be on the radar now you know he's an Arizona State commit we'll see if if suddenly an offer from uh uh I mean let's be honest a headless LSU right now (laughs) you know uh sways them but but certainly you talk about a place that has put out big time defensive linemen in their history LSU has been a defensive line factory there so if he's got hopes of of going uh going to the next level that could be something uh you know to keep in mind there while we're on LSU I wanted to kind of talk about something that we don't normally talk about and that's out-of-state recruiting. Mm-hmm. And there is a big-time quarterback out there. His last name is Manning. His first name is Arch. Oh, Ever heard of him? Oh, I thought you were talking about Peyton. No. I was like, I see not him Peyton, on Monday Night Football. Not yeah. Eli. You listen to him. His, I, heard his Coop, I heard Cooper would have been the best one. <laughs> but there's a quarterback out there named Arch Manning who's a big deal, right? Yes. He's the number one recruit in the country. And a lot of people feel like Texas – is has the front is the, yeah is the front runner in this recruitment under you know will the LSU mm-hmm. coaching shakeup impact this recruitment if Certainly. they hire a coach that um, they hire Peyton Manning as their head coach. <laughs> you know what I mean Texas well, the, fans everywhere are probably booing you right now well I'm not <laughs> trying to say I'm not trying to say that but it is the truth it's something well, that I I mean. Uh, the other thing, I just thought of that automatically. Is like, are they yeah. going to hire somebody that Arch Manning's now going to look at LSU yeah. more seriously? That's exactly what I thought of whenever I yeah, I mean, because I'm a recruiting nerd. It's certainly <laughs> dangerous. I think you would agree. It's certainly dangerous to hire a guy based on the idea of him bringing in one recruit, right? Right. Um, for example, Mizzou did that in basketball when they hired Quanzo Martin because they wanted to get Michael Porter Jr. in there. That's kind of functionally why they hired Quanzo Martin. Um, I mean, it's worked out okay for them, right. but like that's that's a dangerous road to go down. And but Arch Manning is considered a game changing, you know, program shifting right. type quarterback. We'll see. I also know that he's going. To, he's visiting Ole Miss this week. And did you see that they're <laughs> that they're they're gonna? I think they're gonna retire uh, Eli Manning's number or something. Like they're gonna do something. Like it just so happens to be when when uh, Arch Manning's gonna be there. Well, Arch Manning's one of those recruits where you know where he's visiting every week. I yes. saw, like, during the game, during Texas's game this weekend, P- 
pictures are surfacing of him on the sidelines from recruiting analysts that they're actually publishing pictures in the pregame arch manning is here everybody knew arch manning was there but they're like here it is there were other recruits posting pictures with him during the Mm -hmm. game (laughs) so like that's big oh yeah so it's 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 going to be interesting to watch that unfold because you have to maybe if he is that good do you i don't think the ad is going to think about that and his decision making process i would well this i is, guess i should say not nothing is ever definitive but. okay this is now turning into a conversation about arch manning uh but um <laughs> but yeah shout out to cedar hill defensive tackle sincere massey <laughs> let me ask you does texas presently have a quarterback committed in the class of 2022 no well then maybe there's a, maybe they're holding a spot open anyway that's all i'm saying let's get to our commit of the week our commit of the week let's go houston way talk about a task wide receiver keith wheeler keith wheeler i'm a big fan of this guy yeah mm-hmm. and he has pulled the trigger he is heading to tulsa the golden hurricane hurricane singular uh, no i think yeah are yeah, they plural yeah, you're right no i think it's hurricane. miami's the hurricanes and they are the golden hurricane, hurricane. singular, singular right. hurricane um Uh, He had offers, including some in-state offers from Houston and UTSA, uh, some uh, uh, SEC offer from Arkansas, but he's going to Tulsa over them. This is a big get for for Tulsa, and and they're getting a playmaker that I really, really like. There were some other commitments this week, but this is the one that jumped out at me because, like you, I'm a big Keith Wheeler fan, and I was kind of surprised that there weren't a whole lot more schools on his offer list. You know, I noticed the offer from Arkansas early on in his recruitment. I think – you know, Kansas was probably another big one from for him early, um, and I was kind of w- wondering, you know, how is this going to shake out, and why? And we even saw him in the state seven on seven, and he was even more impressive there than I thought he was, you know, on tape. So he's n- not only good on tape; he passes the eyeball test and really looks good in person. And this is just a huge pickup for. Uh, TU this week mm-hmm. and this is a guy who I think will really make waves in their offensive scheme and, and they do a good job of getting these type of skill guys in their offense there you know they got Sam Crawford up there now who's one of their best players from Rockwall and I think Keith Willer is one of these guys who can you know fall in line with that he's a long and lanky wide receiver with exceptional ball skills and he's a guy you know one of the things i think is interesting about about tulsa they always do a pretty good job recruiting texas they always this is this is really you know we talk about oklahoma coming down oklahoma state coming down tulsa as well does a good job i mean you remember that back in the class of 2020 they brought in everett rogers from clean allison jalen paxton from manville sean o'keefe who's such a star at san saba uh roman fuller at decatur uh they do a lot of their shopping south of the red river and uh, this is a really impressive get for them uh, to haul in a guy who's, uh, you know, uh, a three-star. I, you know, I, I really like this kid. Four of their nine commits say. in this class are twenty or are for, in 2022 are from yeah. Texas already. So. They do a lot of their shopping uh, down here. And by the way, here's a quick Tulsa story. So I worked in Tulsa twice. <laughs> um, this is true. And uh, not to, that's a flex. Uh, I worked for the Tulsa World. Shout, Shout out, out to, to John Hoover. Oh, the great John Hoover. He's a good man. Anyway, um, there was one Y'all are point. all over the place I know, today. It's fine. We're just rapping. Uh, uh, at one point, I texted my brother, and I said, yeah, you know, I got to go cover. Uh, and my brother went to Texas Tech. I said, yeah, you know, this week I got to go cover the, uh, I got go to go to cover the TU game, stuff like that. And my brother wrote back, he's like, man, don't call, don't call them TU. Like, that's, that's like, that's a very, like, that's what the Aggies do and stuff like that. Like, you don't, and I'm like, no, I meant Tulsa. Like, 
right. Tulsa University. Well, it was funny when he said it. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, yeah, exactly. So some Longhorn fan were, just tuning in yeah, is going, Longhorn first the Arch Manning like, thing, and now a TU, TU comment. This Greg no, Powers guy. No, 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 t- <laughs> this was Tulsa. And I wasn't trying to make a dig at Texas <laughs> either <laughs> on Arch Manning, not, none whatsoever. I just find it an interesting story mm-hmm. that – LSU, mm-hmm. could they hire based around trying to get a player like Arch Manning? Is that in the card? We're talking uh, this weekend recruiting with Greg Powers next off. Last week, you're on Texas football. <laughs> Noted Longhorn hater. <laughs> Hashtag TF today. Let's get to our underclassmen of the week. Our underclassmen of the week, let's go to another program that's no stranger to putting out big-time playmakers. Dangerfield. Let's talk about their 2024 athlete, Aaron Hampton, who picked up his first offer this week from TCU. This is a pretty vintage TCU thing to do, is to identify – a guy as a sophomore as a, at a small school that we think this guy could be a star and get in the door first. They did it with Aaron Hampton. And here's a guy, they got him playing defensive back, but he's really versatile and can play a lot of different places. There were a whole lot of new offers this week, but this one really grabbed my eye because I think it's just the tip of the iceberg for Aaron Hampton. He, he's been making waves on the field for Dangerfield. And, and not only um, as a defensive back, where I think that's probably his highest upside because his defensive back film playing cornerback this season is really good and I think that's where he was offered you know to play at TCU as at corner um, but he's kind of like a Mr. Do-It-All for them lines up in a, in a lot of different areas and really um, you know makes danger field dangerous they have a lot of good players on that team that's a really good that's a really good team and they're young like they're they're still like they're pretty good this year and i think that 2022 may be the year for dangerfield to really make the leap on the field and a lot of it is that they've got some blue chip guys like aaron hampton a name you're probably i don't know i don't want to spoil the 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 rising magazine that we're working (laughs) on is it fair to say we may see his name in there it's fair to say that you will okay all right oh wow breaking news there there's one of the more than 400 prospects you're gonna have to read the magazine to get the other 49 names but there's (laughs) but there's one um and let's round it all out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week, it's Fort Bend Marshall, 2022 wide receiver Chris Marshall. That works. Yeah, Marshall, Chris Marshall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a top three that he has named: uh, USC, Alabama, and Texas A and M. He's a four-star prospect, number 21 in our Hot 100 on TexasFootball.com/slash/recruiting, and a guy that yeah would be a big-time playmaker for any of these programs. I know that the the consensus out there is that A and M is at least in the lead. Right? Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. You know, I think that Texas A and M is always going to be a player, especially in the Houston area. Fort Bend schools um, do a pretty good job of sending talent up that way. Uh, this is one of these guys in this class who I feel like I'm never going to rate high enough. Mm. He's, this is like one of those ones like you think about a lot, you know. He's rated at number 21 in the state right now. But last year was basically his first full year of – I think it was his first year of playing football. He's one of these kids that they got off the hardwood and converted into a wide receiver. And he put up monster numbers, and he's back again this year putting up those same stats even better – and refining his skill set. So will we miss on him as we mm-hmm. as we look back on these rankings and say is he, maybe he was the best wide receiver in this class? You know, it's stiff competition when you have guys like Evan Stewart and Caleb Burton um, at the top, but they aren't 6'3", 195, 200 pounds. Could he be that Mike Evans type of receiver if he ends up at Texas A&M or, you know, if he goes to Alabama? Um or USC be one of those type of guys, but he is, he is one of these prospects who I feel like maybe I should rate him higher. Yeah. Maybe we will. Maybe maybe we will. You know, but he's one that is in my thoughts a lot. 
Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and and he's he's a guy who he's in many respects kind of a victim of the class that he plays in, right? I think that there's other places where other classes that he's been even in the past couple of years, where if he were in that class or in the future, he would be like the number one receiver or the number two receiver or something like that. But because it's such a stacked 2022 class, he may get lost in the shuffle. It may also be a factor of the fact that like he plays at Fort Penn Marshall where they've got a ton of guys, right? right. And and you know, if he were playing at um I don't know, if he were playing at Franklin Right, yeah. even though they've got a number of big time playmakers, that might be a situation where he could shine. He he might be the guy there as opposed to one of the big time playmakers they have for the Buffalo. I don't want to cast a like a bad feeling on being rated number twenty one in yes, the state of Texas. Twenty first, you know what I mean? Like I don't want to say that. I'm just saying, is he a top ten type of guy? And we're missing the boat on this. Right. I think he has that type of talent. It you're always splitting hairs when you're breaking down mm-hmm. some of these guys because they're all. Really good. good, but he's just one that I feel like if he's one I feel like we could have regret about later. How's that? A guy we never have regret about. <laughs> it's Greg Power, the next level athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power. Scout follow next level athlete on Twitter. Next level D1C is fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Stay tuned so you can introduce the next segment. Stay right there. Don't move. Got it. Run. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. You can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. And now, word from our partners. Oh, man. Oh, did you forget to What is that? this? Hometown? Yep. And now, <clears throat> I don't know if you, well, let me just, uh, let me get to go. And now, word from our partners. Fast scans, happy fans. Hometown Ticketing is proud to be the official digital ticketing solution of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Simplify your school's ticketing with Hometown, providing schools... Oh, P- Pickle's having a rough day. <laughs> Pickle's having a rough day. <laughs> Hi. Everybody, everybody... Go ahead. It's a good, thing we're, having, it's a good thing we're having a company outing a little bit later. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like you... Uh, you need you're, you're thirsty. I am thirsty. Uh, Powers, who'd you talk to this week? We spoke with 2024 offensive lineman Klein from Klein Kane, Gibson Pyle. Gibson, and Pyle. I will tell you, he's got one major offer now. He's going to have a lot more, and you should listen to this kid talk. I mean, he is amazing. He's yeah, a really I, good kid. I'm telling you, offensive linemen always come through. Yeah. Offensive linemen. Big guys deserve more love. Off, exact. Offensive linemen are the guys who, they're the straw that serves the drink up on, on, on the football field. And when you interview them, they're the best interviews. I maintain that's the best interviews. Here is Craig Powers' conversation with Klein Kane offensive lineman Gibson Pyle here on Texas. I'm here with today. Gibson Pyle, Klein Kane, 2024 offensive lineman, man. Um, you got the size and you got the attitude to be a big-time recruit, and, and you're starting to get some attention already. But before we dive into that recruiting side of things man i just want to hear your breakdown what's it like uh playing for the hurricanes playing at klein kane i know that the team is always pretty good and uh there's a lot of talent on the roster yeah man it's great uh i mean we're a young program so we have a lot to prove but the way we practice the way we work man it's like it's an everyday battle but uh it's worth it i mean it's shown i mean three and oh in district and uh six and one for the season i think that's pretty good for a program that's only five years old you have over two years left of high school ball you got still some more this year you got and then you got two more seasons after that checking in at six foot four around 270 pounds but you look a little bit bigger than that to me right now (laughs) is that still is that your most recent updated height and weight 
Yeah, that's, I would say that's pretty accurate. You know, obviously off season, I'm going to bulk up, try and get even bigger. Um, I know that your guy has long arms. You can play tackle. You could probably play guard. You're strong enough to play inside. But in your mind, what do you feel like your biggest strengths are out there on the field right now? What sets you apart? Definitely my feet. I think, uh, I got quick feet so I can compete with the speed rush and, uh, I have decent strength, so I can also compete with the bull rush, but definitely my feet to kick out in space um, against those fast edge rushers. Well, one thing that jumps out to me at Klein Kane is that it seems like the coaches really care about the players there, uh, take a vested interest in making sure the recruiting process is going well for you guys. Uh, just kind of talk about your coaching staff there and what makes it uh, special to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my old line coach, uh, Coach Poe, He's, uh, he's great. You know, uh, he moved me up as a freshman to start practicing with the varsity, and I got moved up at the end of the year. And, like, just through spring ball and offseason, I mean, I've gotten plenty better, but, I mean, there's still a lot of room to be done. I think he can get me there. But, you know, he's a great coach. And our head coach, Coach Clancy, you know, I love him. He's always uh, he's always there for practice, make sure we get our work in. And the whole coaching staff there is great. You know, I love it there. Anybody you look up to or pattern your game after, is there an O-lineman in the college ranks or in the NFL that you feel like, man, this is a guy who maybe I resemble or a guy who I hope to aspire to be one day? Definitely Tyron Smith. Man, that guy's a beast. Yeah, he um, wears a, he wears a uh, knee brace for an arm brace, so he's a monster. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, I think it was eighth grade, I found his highlights. Well, he would just, like, throw around people. It was crazy. Um, recruiting started early for you. You got yeah. an offer from USC, from the Pac-12. What was it like, like having your first offer be not only a, you know, a big-time school, but, I mean, USC is like one of those schools that everybody recognizes. Kind of walk us through what that day was like and how did USC find out about you? Yeah, so uh, it has started in, like, ninth grade because uh, one of my trainers had a, a connection at USC and uh, – my dad had met the coaches there. So obviously I was uh, still playing like a little bit of freshman ball at that time. So they just put me on their radar. And then I got moved up to varsity. And this year I finally got down some, uh, some solid film. We had uh, made two visits out there. Um, Cause my dad's usually out there for work. So we went up to the schools and then on that second visit uh, at the Stanford game, you know, we went in the day after on that Sunday and uh, they pulled me into the office and it offered me. Probably a pretty cool atmosphere there for USC and Stanford, but I got to switch to this last week's game. You were actually fortunate enough to be a visitor at one of the top games in the country and a huge upset when Texas A&M knocked off Alabama. What was that experience like? Man, that was that was crazy. Uh, the atmosphere there is like no none other college football game I've ever been to. I mean, the crowd there with the – with the calls they do. I mean, it was loud. It was so loud. Like, my ears were hurting. And then, like, they would score, and everyone's cheering, high-fiving. You know, there were, like, alums behind us. And, you know, they were high-fiving us, telling us uh, all sorts of stuff about AM. And I think AM looked really good against Bama. I mean, that game was just insane. When you beat number one, obviously, you know, people uh, are going to take notice of that. A&M's a school now, I guess, on your radar. They've invited you out to games, so that means they're showing you some great early interest for a class of 2024 prospect. But that's not the only school on your radar. Who are some of the other programs uh, that you feel like has at least stepped up their interest to let you know uh, that they're going to be recruiting you? Uh, for sure, uh, 
SMU had reached out to me and also uh, Texas. Uh, they invited me out to the Oklahoma State game. And uh, Ole Miss was pretty cool. Uh, I had talked to the O-line coach there when I was at the camp. But I would say uh, those in USC. You mentioned the Ole Miss camp, but I just want to instead of – I know you've been to quite a few camps. Instead of talking about each camp, is there a memory from the camp season that you feel like was really special to you, um, and which camp was it, and, and why? Well, funny story, uh, one of the camps, so when we were doing one-on-ones, right, uh, we didn't have helmets on. So when I was at A&M, here, I'll see if you can see, a kid had bull rushed me, right? And you're not supposed to bull rush <laughs> at a And uh, I don't know if you can tell, but there's – Yeah, I can see a little something there. Yeah, for sure. There's a scar right there, and he had, like, put his head down and bull rushed me and, like, boom, knocked right in the head. And, like, when we were fighting, I was just – I was – because he tried to bull rush me, so I'm straining, you know what I mean? And uh, I ended up holding him off, and then after I asked the coach, I was like, that kind of hurt. Am I good? And he was just like, oh, heck no. And, like, it was just <laughs> blood. So the trainers there, they taped me up and everything. I had to get stitches, so I couldn't finish the camp. But I did get some good one-on-ones. I got about four. Hopefully somebody got you a good picture of that. That's a good story that you're going to have to remember one day. Oh yeah, that was a that was a fun experience for the camp, but not a too sweet ending. But I did get to go back and uh, tell the line coach, "Thank you for everything," and you know he saw the stitches after. As a recruit at Klein Kane, I know that you have some other guys to look up to on the team that are going through the recruiting process. Do you feel like you're learning anything from you know from some of the guys that are going through it and watching kind of what they do, learning what that process is going to be like. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a ton. I mean, our receiver, uh, Matthew Golden, I mean, he's, he's a beast. You know, if that ball's going to him, he's coming down with it. Um, and definitely uh, my right guard, he's a uh, John Dos Santos. He's a, uh, he's not heavily recruited, but probably one of the meanest guards I've ever seen. I mean, I would not want to be at the end of his pool and, uh, our running back, Ramir McCray, and then our D-tackle, Lukia Rawls. Those are, like, our key players, I feel like. That's uh, Gibson Pyle. He's going to be one of the top names to know in the class of 2024. And college coaches, if you're watching this, don't waste any time. He's already got an offer from USC. Some of the top programs in the state are tracking him. He's going to be a guy who you're going to offer. So check out his tape. Get him on your radar. And at the very least, get him to camp so you can get that offer, see him work in person. Gibson, thanks for the time, and good luck with the recruiting process. For sure. Thank you. There he is, Gibson Pyle, the offensive lineman from Klein Kane, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Appreciate his time uh, hopping on with us. And uh, yeah, a, a very a very sharp kid, a, a, a kid uh, wise beyond his years, as they would say. Don't wait. Offer him now. Yes, he is a star. Uh, so make sure you you go check that out as I try to find my read for the next thing we're supposed to do. Um, we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Pickle, Dave Campbell's Texas Football is proud to team up this year with Parker University and the Synapse Human Performance Centers and the Parker University Sports and Performance Center to hand out the Parker University game-winning decision of the week. This week, let's talk a little bit about what happened uh, with Richland. Richland was able to bring home a very impressive victory uh, this week. And as soon as I find it, I will tell you all about it. Um, Oh, my gosh. I've got too many things going on. Uh, 
this is uh, CJ Nelson from Richland is uh, is the recipient of the game winning decision of the week. Uh, oh, golly, I'm trying to find all these things. There's too many things going. I on. have it. If you want me to read, I've it. got it. <laughs> uh, and that is Richland quarterback CJ Nelson hit Mark Zamora for a game uh, go ahead 39 yard touchdown pass with 24 seconds left to lift the Royals past rival Birdville 36 29. Parker University's Sports and Performance Center and Synapse Human Performance Centers treat athletic injuries and provide sports rehabilitation to get help get athletes competing as fast as possible. Learn more at synapsehpc.com. Congratulations to Richland quarterback CJ Nelson, the recipient of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Game Winning Decision of the Week, presented by Parker University. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Just having a great day, aren't you? <laughs> Things are going great. Um, I want to remind everyone that Steps playoff projections are officially Ooh. coming out, and those are your subscriber-only content. So are if you are right not, uh, I know Six Days Up. He tweeted about it. I think he's kind of spacing them out, mm-hmm. um, but they're for subscribers only. Yep. So if you're not a subscriber, Ooh, you this a. is like one of the most enticing things we put out literally all year. Six A and Five A Division One are out right now, guys. That's the big dogs. Mm. So if you want to see uh, Matt Steps' playoff projections, you can check them out at texasfootball.com for insiders only. But I know that you're an insider. And if you're not, texasfootball.com. Why not? <laughs> Why not? You get more insights from Greg Powers. And that's what we That's mean. what people And you really get a magazine, want. the recruiting magazine. Yeah, let's on. get it. 50,000 words at least right now. We're working on it. We're in the shop. Oh, God. Highlights you, are being watched. 50,000 words. Blurbs are being written. I guess I should probably plan out like the pages that they're going to go on. Oh, yeah. We should get together on that. Maybe we can do a cover. Maybe we should plan it. That seems dumb. Nah. That seems dumb. Why would we play in anything? It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Gibson Pyle of Klein Kane for being our guest. For Greg Powers and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.